Hello, 49er fans, and welcome to the latest edition of 49ers Paradise Podcast Show. Thank you all for tuning in once again, and uh, looking forward to another great week of 49ers Paradise. This week's show is brought to you by FemFan.com. It's a great football site and sports site for all the female fans out there, and uh, they're an amazing supporter of 49ers Paradise as well. So be sure to check out FemFan.com. That's F-E-M-M-E Fan.com. A reminder that you can always call in to 49ers Paradise and ask your questions to be played over the air. The number to do that from San Fran is 1415-354-1083. Press 1 when you're prompted, then dial 1747-628-7149 and the number sign to be connected to 49ers Paradise. It's a much simpler process than it sounds over the uh, podcast and I hope to hear more of you calling in. Of course, if you're not in San Fran and you want to call in, there are local calling numbers available on the podcast page of 49ers Paradise from throughout the United States. And if you're calling internationally, you can do so via a great program called Gizmo or the Gizmo Project. Be sure to check it out. There's a download link on 49ers Paradise. All right, folks, that brings us to the start of this week's show. And um, I have to say that every question coming in this week had to do with the 49ers uh, trade. For those of you who weren't living in a hole this week, you'll know that uh, the team traded to acquire the 22nd overall pick in the draft by way of Denver. The pick cost the 49ers, of course, their 37th and 68th pick. That was their second and their first pick in the third round. in order to move up to the 22nd spot in the first round. So essentially you can look at it that the 49ers traded up from their second round pick to number 22 overall for the price of a 68th pick. According to trade value charts that are circling the web, the trade is pretty much a wash in terms of the point value, but it seems like it was a fairly decent price to pay to jump up that many spots. So I do expect the team to possibly look into filling in with another second rounder to fill in the gap between 22 and their third round pick 84 but with only a week to go until crunch time it'll be uh, pretty exciting to see how the team handles the situation of course if you are a 49er fan this is a fantastic week to be a fan because we are now only seven days away less than seven days away when you hear this podcast from being NFL Draft Weekend, and of course, 49ers Paradise has you covered round the clock for the rest of the week. One of the most exciting features will be this Tuesday with a chat from Colin Lindsay of the GBN Report. That's Tuesday, April 25th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Time. Chat will last for about an hour, hour and a half. You can get to it in the 49ers Paradise chat room accessible from the forum or the main page of 49ers Paradise. It's something you will not want to miss. Colin did a fantastic job earlier this season, and I fully expect him to follow that up with an even better round of chatting. So be sure to get in. You can submit your questions early via email to me if you so desire. Of course, what you really, really can't miss is the NFL Draft Weekend chat, and it goes all day Saturday, all day Sunday. It's something you won't want to miss. Officially 9 a.m. to 6 
9 a.m. in the morning, we're starting Eastern, that's 6 a.m. Pacific time. Should give everyone plenty of time to get into the chat room, and it's going to be rocking April 29th and April 30th, that's Saturday and Sunday. We're less than a week away from the NFL draft. And of course, like I said, 49ers Paradise will have you covered with all the news you can possibly want about the team and the upcoming draft. Be sure to check out the off-season tab on the main page of 49ers Paradise for the latest articles on the NFL draft to keep track of the 49ers draft picks. And of course, if you want to follow up on what happened to the 49ers this year in free agency, it's all there too. And you can't miss the draft field. The draft field is an excellent section of 49ers Paradise with history of the NFL draft and it will be kept completely up to date with the profiles of the 49ers players that we draft as we draft them from my take, the 49ers insider take so to speak rather than just what's published as a profile out there on the web. You won't want to miss it, I'm absolutely sure of it. For those of you who are fortunate enough to be able to tune on, tune in on television, the uh, NFL Network will be hosting the NFL Draft this year. The entire thing. No cutting off analysis for two straight days. That's something that I know I am thoroughly, thoroughly looking forward to. Of course, for those of you who don't have the NFL Network, you can check it out on ESPN and ESPN2. There's also a link in the NFL section of the navigation bar of 49ers Paradise for ESPN Radio. They also cover the draft if you can't... uh, can't get it on television for some reason. So that being said, what else is 49ers Paradise going to do to keep you covered? Well, as I mentioned last week, we have draft and mobile draft, mobile and email alerts, and they're available either from the sign-up on the main page or through the forum. It's a great way to be able to step out of the house for a minute or two and not miss a second of news about the 49ers Paradise draft. Or rather, the 49ers draft. I wish it was the 49ers Paradise draft. Anyways, that being said, there's a whole lot of stuff that's going to be happening this weekend and you're, this week, and you're not going to want to miss a single moment of it. So be sure to check into 49ers Paradise all day, every day. It's updated, as you know, constantly. And I'm very happy to announce that my exams are finished. I just have three days left of class for this year, which means I should be able to dedicate plenty of time to getting everything you need to know out there on the web. And you know that 49ers Paradise is the place for that to happen. So a couple of things that, other things that have happened this week, and then I'll get to my full take on the uh, on the draft trade. One of the things that's being reported by Matt Mayoko of the Santa Rosa Press Democrat is that the 49ers did decline a trade for Ashley Lee from the Denver Broncos. Not exactly groundbreaking news here because nothing has happened on the Lee Lee trade, but uh, it's pretty evident that the 49ers are fairly confident with their receivers and if they add a guy like Vernon Davis this coming weekend they'll probably be even more confident so I don't expect them to be traded for Lili and I don't expect them to be trading for um and to- for them to be training for Javon Walker of Green Bay either sorry about the stumble there and uh I know some of you are a little disappointed to hear that but I don't expect it to happen of course I didn't expect the team to hire a guy to run the front office either and they go out and do that in Lal Hennigan, which is uh, a pretty interesting move too. So my take on the Lal Hennigan move is that it's nice to see that the 49ers have added a front office guru like Lal. He is certainly on the cutting edge of everything we'll need to know in terms of the salary cap. But when it comes to 
and negotiations. He's there too. Probably quite a strong candidate for that. I was a little bit disappointed that uh, we didn't get a guy with as much football experience as that in terms of a guy like John McVeigh, which is what I was really, really hoping for. Um, but hey, Lal is certainly a, going to be an addition to the front office and certainly a good addition to the negotiations and contracts of uh, a lot of players and certainly somebody that the team can turn to for contacts and other front offices. So it, it is definitely a good signing for the team. I was a little disappointed that we're not getting a John McVeigh type of guy, um, but I, I didn't come to sort of expect, I guess, that we're never going to have a Bill Walsh-John McVeigh combination again. That being said, of course, I hope that between Lal, Mike, and Scotty, we'll be able to have a pretty solid front office and a lot more stability than in the past, and certainly we've moved John York one step further away from the organization, which many fans are certainly going to be happy about that. On top of that, the 49ers and York shelled out a fair bit of money for Lal, and on top of that, they're putting in another field into their 49-49 centennial um, facility in Santa Clara. It'll be a AstroTurf-type field, although it's, I don't know, some new synthetic material, not called AstroTurf, I'm sure. Um, and that that's going to give the team a much better field to practice on in terms of day-to-day conditioning. It'll also give the team the ability to practice on a synthetic field when they're playing on a synthetic field in terms of when they're, they've got an away game going. And it certainly shows that York is committed to spending money, and he's done a lot of it this week. And on top of that, it might even help the team stay healthy because those synthetic fields are supposed to be better for joint absor- like uh, shock absorption, and uh, hopefully it'll help the players not turn over as many ankles and whatnot as well, too. So hopefully we'll have a healthier team, we'll have a better front office, we'll have an owner spending money, and uh, all that adds up to hopefully a better 49er team. Now, if you thought this past week was action-packed, well... Just wait for next week, because the draft is going to have 49ers Paradise and the 49ers World just absolutely bumping. With the number 6 and 22 overall picks and 8 other total picks in the draft, we're looking at quite a busy couple of days over the weekend. And, uh, you know, the team holds 5 picks in the last 2 rounds. I fully expect there to be a lot of maneuvering in there, and I fully expect there to be a lot of maneuvering going on on draft day, so... It's going to be really, really exciting. I'm uh, I'm constantly swaying back and forth as to whether the team should be drafting Vernon Davis. Um, I think he's got exceptional numbers. He did a pretty good job in college, but I would have liked to have seen a little bit more done in college than I would have liked than he has actually done in terms of production. And I know some of that's coming from the team that he's coming from, but uh, I don't think he's as surefire a player as some. Uh, some people out there do, and I certainly uh, I've cooled off a bit of cooled off a bit on him recently. But I do think uh, overall we are going to see that uh, he is a guy that is produce you know producing well in the NFL. I'm just uh, I don't know maybe a little bit of cold feet now that we're getting close to the draft and a little uh, I don't know worried that maybe he doesn't turn out to be the player that we're all hoping he'll be, and that's, of course, providing the Niners draft him, right? So that being said, um, Todd, our draft guru, has done an amazing job putting together a great look at the 22nd selection in the NFL draft acquired, of course, from the Broncos, and I'm going to play that for you and then uh, hopefully finish out the show. Here it is.
Hey Paradise fans, this is Todd again, calling in to give some more insight to the upcoming draft. Well, we are finally in the home stretch, only seven days until my favorite holiday of the year. I can't just a reminder for this coming week, Fortnite Paradise is having a draft chat on Tuesday, April twenty fifth at nine o'clock Eastern time with Colin Lindsay from uh, GBNReport.com. Also make sure to stop by the main draft chat next Saturday and Sunday. This will be my fourth year in the draft chat, and I wouldn't miss it for the world. Anyway, a crazy week for the Niners. So Brian wanted me to call in and react to the big trade that was made with the Broncos. When I first heard the trade, I was thrilled. Think about it this way. Out of the top 22 players in the country, the Niners get to choose two. That's obviously pretty good. So who will the Niners target at 22? It seems very probable the Niners will look defense. Defense with holes at outside linebacker and free safety. It's very likely no one will attempt to fill one of those needs with that pick. So who are some names to look at? Outside linebackers, Cameron Wimbley, May Lawson, and Chad Greenway are all popular choices. Let's first start with Greenway. He was brought in for a visit a couple weeks ago. We all know he's on Nolan's radar. I thought about a month ago Greenway could actually fall to this 37th pick but it seems either I was dead wrong or he has gained some momentum. I did hear word that he had some solid individual workouts for teams, so that may be a contributing factor to his rise. But if he is, I'm not around during the 22nd pick. I'm not so sure I'd be high on the Niners taking him. Being an Iowa fan, I have seen Gruner play a couple times over the past few years. He's a nice player, but basically uh, he is a what-you-see-is-what-you-get type kid. He's not overly flashy, and yet he's still a very capable outside linebacker. But I'm not so sure he totally fits the mold of a 3-4 outside linebacker. He isn't very strong, and a little on the small side to to be banged against Tele Long. So unless no one views him as more of a weak side guy in the 3-4, I think I would pass on Greenway. Let's move on to the two other uh, backers being talked about, Wembley from Florida State and Lawson from NC State. If I had to choose between the two, I think I'd lean towards Wembley more. More, I lean towards Wembley more because Lawson raises questions in my mind. I've heard on at least three occasions that people originally graded Lawson in a third-round pick, but due to his unreal workout numbers, thought he would go late first or early second. In my mind, that's a red flag. If the tape says third round, but the numbers say first round, he should probably be taken in a second. I have also heard rumors that Lawson, having stiff hips, may not be able to turn and run if need be. All these things have lowered Lawson on my board. Let's move the DBs. This seems to be the position much of the national media seems to think the Niners will take with the pick. And that would make a lot of sense. With being pretty stacked at DBs, the Niners would be in the middle of a run at defensive backs at 22. Let's go over a few names. It's Jimmy Williams from Virginia Tech, Ty Hill from Clemson, Antonio Camardi from FSU, Jonathan Joseph from South Carolina, Richard Marshall from Fresno State, and Kings from the U. That list just includes the corners. When you factor in the safeties, Dante Whitner from Ohio State, and Jason Allen from Tennessee, you can see the Niners should be have plenty to choose from with this pick. Instead of breaking them all down, I'll go over just a few of my favorites. Three guys I like out of the Hill, Allen, and Cromartie. Let's start with Ty Hill from Clemson. 
And of all the DBs, he may be the most ready to step in from day one and contribute. Although he's a little on the small side at 5'9", 185, he showed at the Senior Bowl that it didn't matter. At the Combine, Hill ran the fastest 40 at 4'3", but basically solidified his first-round grade. Next is Jason Allen from Tennessee. Allen is somewhat of a risk because he's recovering from a severe hip injury he had this past season. Prior to the injury, Allen was talked about being right up there Huff as one of the top safeties in this draft. The question people ask, is he healthy? Allen went on to prove his health when he broke the 4-4 barrier at the combine. It may be worth the risk to take Allen at 20. The last guy I want to talk about is Cromartie. He, like Allen, has, is a risk due to his past injury problems. But if you think Allen could pay off big if he comes back to play to his potential, Cromartie, Cromartie's potential blows Allen's out of the water. Just take a look at his size. At 6'2", 208, he's by far away the biggest corner in this draft. And that, but that's not it for Cromartie. He also has speed. He ran a 4.39 and a 4.37 at his pro day to go, lo- to go along with his 42-inch vertical. Combine all that with the word that Cromartie has been compared to the best athlete to come out of Florida State, Deion Sanders, getting plenty of reason to be excited about this kid. Of course, if it seems too good to be true, it usually is. Cromartie, as I mentioned before, is coming off an ACL injury. It does seem he has come back from this injury, but it's always a risk to take damaged goods. Reggie McGrew is an example of this. Also, Cromartie, although was on the field plenty, is only true one game at corner. So as many of you can see, Cromartie is a huge risk player. But the rewards could be staggering if he plays to his sky-high potential. It should be very interesting to see what happens a week from now and I'll be sitting on the edge of my seat the entire time. Anyway, I should be going. Remember, if you have any questions, go ahead and email them to Brian or myself, and I'll get to them next week. Thanks, guys, and see you later. All right. Thank you, Todd. I'm sure all of you really appreciate his comments. I know that I've received some great feedback, and uh, Todd certainly does an amazing job on that. Feel free to send questions to him, to me, for him to answer on air next week. We'll be happy to do that for all of you. Of course, of course, I would be remiss if I didn't thank him for all his work because this week he really was in a crunch in terms of school and family life and uh, with the Niners doing so much in terms of that 22nd pick, he really came through for us. So special, special thank you, Todd. I know it was a tough one for you. Thanks for doing that for 49ers Paradise, and I'm sure the rest of the community appreciates it just as much. So, 49er fans, further good news is that Salim Rashid, linebacker who's done absolutely nothing for the 49ers but possibly blow a third-round pick for the team, is uh, interviewing with Green Bay, and they might take him off our hands for us. Um, I don't know. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Not much else doing in Niner land. Fully expecting an amazing week. Again, be sure to check out 49ers Paradise because there's going to be a lot happening all day, every day. You won't want to miss it. And uh, I'm sure that as the draft gets even closer, the number 6, the number 22, they'll be burning a hole in Nolan's pocket. And uh, you won't want to miss what's going on between now and then. Be sure to check out the draft chats as well. Send or write in your comments. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, take care, have fun.
days of the 49ers had only just begun.